A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the hatchery. Epilogue. Then and now. The Great Migration was the only feasible solution to save humanity from extinction. Their ancestors on Earth had ignored all the warning signs while holding stubbornly to their old habits. In less than 200 years, they managed to deplete and or poison what remained of the planet's natural resources. The warnings kept coming. The rising sea levels, the melting glaciers, the shrinking rainforests, dead carcasses of fish floating in with the tide, the severe storms that ravaged the coastlines, and finally, the pandemics that took out all the children and most people over 40. None of this got their attention, of course, until it was too late. There was no antidote to reverse the damage. Mother Earth lay dying, raped by her own offspring. Now that she could no longer sustain life, the only logical thing to do was to leave her behind, to adopt a new home and try to start over. The solution required great sacrifice. Only 20 carefully selected individuals could board the craft for the long journey. The nearest star, like Earth's sun, was Centauri Proxima, a red dwarf over four light years. That's 288 million miles away, was discovered in 1917. Scientists believed the small rocky planet in its solar system had the best chance of sustaining life. That planet was originally named Centauri Proxima b, but when it was selected by NASA as the best possible destination for a new settlement, it was renamed New Earth in the same manner as the ancestors had claimed and renamed new territories in honor of their former homelands. It took just over 58 years for the pioneer, traveling at 17,000 miles per hour, to reach New Earth. Only three of the original 20 passengers on the spacecraft would live to see humanity's new home. After having spent most of their lives confined to the narrow walls of the gray metal craft and countless days peering out at the black void of space through its portholes, their children would be the first generation of humans to be conceived, born, and raised on board a spacecraft during the longest space journey in history. They wobbled clumsily like toddlers as they first set foot on the virgin planet's uneven terrain. 
but it didn't take long for them to adjust to the pull of gravity and begin the hard work of taming this new land to conform to their needs. They had a lifetime of intense virtual education and survival training to guide them in settling the new planet. As the ancestors had done with Earth, this new generation followed their example, clearing away vegetation, carving out primitive paths, and erecting simple structures making use of new Earth's natural resources. But unlike the ancestors, these new pioneers were more thoughtful. Their parents and grandparents had taught them well about the necessity of personal sacrifice, cooperation, and conservation. There would be no tolerance for reckless individualism or selfish personal choice on New Earth. A thoughtfully constructed set of laws known as the New Rules was established by an elected group of leaders to ensure the orderly, controlled behavior of its citizenry. They had to get it right this time. The fate of humanity depended on them. The young techs working in the reproduction center were members of the third generation born following the original pioneers. This generation knew little, if anything, about how life was before. The leaders decided that the less they knew about the ancestors and the selfish choices of past generations, the better. Survival on the new planet depended upon complete conformity. <laughs> 